Now, what more could you ask for? Sunday afternoon, playing for first place in your own house. No one should be able to match the energy that we bring out there. Don't it feel good when your crowd behind you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think I was here 20 days before I saw clouds. Let's give them something to cheer for now. Hey, I'm not going to be a real patient guy now. I'm living in that 21st century, doing something mean to it. Do it better than anybody you ever seen do it. Screams from the haters, got a nice ring to it. I guess every superhero need his thing music. Maybe I'm on the ground again, boy. You have a problem. No one man should have all that power. The clock's ticking, I just count the hours. You didn't win. It's been Christmas, so first off, I hope everybody had a really good Christmas. Uh, you know, hopefully you Merry enjoyed, Christmas. right? Hopefully everybody enjoyed your time with your family, got a chance to, you know, have some good food, share some gifts. Hopefully, didn't talk about the Bucks because I feel like we got some some real serious stuff popping up here. Um, also, too, I just want to shout out everybody that listens and interacts with us on social media. So, like. Our Twitter account, just so you know, our Twitter handle is Tampa2Podcast underscore, and that's on Twitter. And then the people that, that email us pretty consistently, shout out to y'all too. But in case you want to be one of the people that are responding to us, our email is the Tampa number 2 podcast at gmail.com. And I can put those all in. They're in all of our social medias. They're in all of our... Anywhere you hear this, you'll see our tagged uh, social media. So hit us up. Yeah, appreciate it, everyone. And happy holidays. Um, yeah, we're, you know, kind of touching on some real quick. We're we're going to be doing some new segments next year and getting some stuff going and, and go on a couple different platforms as far as trying to get like on iHeart and stuff like that. So um, if you have any suggestions for us, kick them our way. But yeah, we're going to try to get out there a little more heading into next season on different platforms. And uh, I know definitely we're going to do uh, some betting segments for so, for some of you that like to throw a little quiche down on some football games. Not I'm going to have some uh, every week. I'll throw out there maybe a lock of the week or an upset or whatever I like for the week. And then we'll also make sure we get a little more involved in some fantasy for next year. I know everyone – Pretty much everyone that watches football does, and everyone's always got questions and wants a second opinion. So, uh, me and Ryan are pretty, uh, pretty seasoned at this point, going on about thirteen years or so. So, we've been around the block. Couple. We've seen a lot of things, and you know, a helpful, helpful uh, ear, helpful voice to help you guys set your lineup. So, we'll be getting into that next year. But just wanted to give you a heads up, and thanks for listening. But let's get into it. A little holiday version. But I got to start with something non-football. My man, Ryan Ball, <laughs> here. Hitting some yoga lately. I need to know. Okay, from, look, here's the deal. Here's the listen- deal. No, no, I'm not done. I need to know from my listeners out here um, what we think <laughs> about grown men doing yoga. Okay? Like, and I, this is what I want to say. If you listen to our podcast, one of the reasons I think we are cool to listen to <laughs> is you get the best of both worlds with us. Where me and Ryan unite as friends is we both like booze. We For both sure. have we both have facial hair and some pretty gnarly beards. Pretty gnarly. And we both love, we both love sports. Yeah. 
aside from that, you probably could be different. Ryan's going to, if you need uh, to know the sale at Macy's next weekend, or uh, if you need the new yoga pose, Ryan is your man. If you, uh, you know, you go going fishing or hunting this holiday season, want someone to talk to. So I just want to let you know, you, you know, you're getting best of both worlds, however you look at the world. That's fair. Um, but anyway, grown okay. men doing yoga. How are we feeling about grown men doing <laughs> yoga? Can you expand on your experience? Because I text my boy the other day, 30 minutes before kickoff in my fantasy Super Bowl, asking for my dude's Did help you win that? Here. I honestly don't know. Did you win? That's not what we're talking about. Did you? No, so, I really didn't look it up. Did you win? No, and actually, I'll, I'll, well, I'll tell you, I lost, for those of you who do some fantasy football, I lost, I scored 180 points. We were in a PPR league. Wow. I scored 181 points, and I lost by three points. So if you lost in a Super Bowl, brutal. I, I'm with you. It hurt. But, hey, I still made out with some cash. But anyway, so I'm texting my dude over here some – pre-game advice trying to get a little weather in Tennessee because I heard the game was supposed to be some crappy weather and I get a text back after one o'clock saying sorry bud was in yoga class <laughs> uh, Ryan <clears throat> okay look free. here's the mic, the mic is yours all right here here's here's the whole story yes was I in yoga yes did I hit him up late with info yes here's why uh, probably somewhere around, uh, I, I don't know, early November, I decided I wanted to challenge myself different, you know, going to the gym, wasn't doing it, you know, drink a little bit too much, probably don't eat as well as I should. So I thought, you know, it's probably about time. I really, you know, heading into the almost mid thirties, it was time to get my shit right. So I was like, Oh, I'm gonna give this CrossFit a try. Cause it's literally two minutes from my house. So my wife and I, we start doing CrossFit and for, Shout out anybody else doing CrossFit. I know sometimes it's Let, let's don't make yourself seem manly. We're no, 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 talking no, I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. I was saying shout out to anybody doing it because if you do it, you totally understand what I'm about to say. It's some of the worst pain I've ever felt or experienced. And I did two a days in Florida in the summer and in football. I promise you, it just wrecks you. And so on Sundays. They have what's called restorative yoga, which is basically a glorified, we're going to turn the lights down, put on some nice scents, and help you fall asleep type situation. So my wife is like, yo, why don't you go? I think it'd be good for your back because my back's been hurting a little bit because I've been trying to go too hard, be competitive with these young motherfuckers that I shouldn't be with. But anyway, so I was like, you know, I really want to watch football instead. And she's like, I think it'd be good for you. You never really tried no different shit. And I was like, okay, you know what? Let me do this. So I went. And I must admit, it was pretty relaxing. I, I, I got to be honest. It was pretty chill. I was definitely the only male in there. Uh, I didn't wear no yoga pants, no weird shit like that. But, like, it Did was Did you cool. fart? Dude, okay, if we're being totally honest, there was def- there's this, like, downward dog thing where you basically, like, you push your head towards the floor and you kind of make a pyramid with your body. Bro, I definitely almost dropped ass at least twice. Yikes. It's just real. Hey, it, it is what it is. But I say all that to say, and it actually, it was pretty solid. I, I walked away feeling good about it until I started, <laughs> I, I opened my phone walking out of yoga. And, it, hey, man, uh, what's the weather like in Tennessee? I got somebody playing. And then <laughs> the text right after, like 30 minutes later, 
appreciate it. Good talk. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. I looked at Tyler. I was like, damn, Matt's in the playoffs. Like, it's pretty serious. And she's like, well, you better text him. And I text him. Dude didn't respond because it was already too late. The games had started. So that's the whole story. So if you're asking me, personally, honestly, I don't think I'll do it really very often. I might do it sometimes, but it it's not 100% for me. I'm just not flexible. Like, I don't know how many people out there are really flexible, man or woman, but, like, I asked a couple guy friends about this, and, like, dude, it's it's, like, near impossible for me to do most of the stuff they ask you to do. Anyway. So, yeah, hit us up what y'all think. Men doing yoga is whatever. <laughs> you better have the right answer, though. Yowzers. Anyway. Man, so this... Okay, also, I got, I, I, got, I got a weird topic I want to throw in here before we get too far. Uh-oh. How, uh... When is it not okay to tweet at players? And when is it okay to tweet at players? I'm curious. I, like, I... I got to know what other people think on this because I've been, I, I'm be honest with you, I've wanted to tweet Jameis some things a couple times, but I've, I've been like, you know, let me not do that from our account. Let me not be that guy. You know, we've had, you know what? We've had Greg Almond on and we've had some other, you know, JP. Like next year, we're trying to transition to some other folks, maybe get some players on. Shout out D White. It might be happening. Who knows? We'll see. A couple DMs. We'll see. Uh, yeah, but, I got a. Uh... I actually got, uh, let's put it this way, I think I got someone for next year that is, let's put it, the son of a buck legend. We'll put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be some fun shit next year. But just been having that conversation. When is it not appropriate to tweet a player? You know what I'm saying? Matt and I aren't real media. We ain't in there asking questions and interviews. But at well, the same you know time, what I'd like to, and I'd like to say this across like platforms as far as, because I think a lot of fans even now, are taking shit way too far in the stands. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for so, sure. There, there is I, a limit, and that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm never gonna saying, be aggressive, but I'm saying I'd almost say like whatever you would say to someone's face. Oh, that's my I, rule, though. That's my rule with social media. Like I would 100 percent say this to Jameis to his yeah. face. Like I and I wouldn't have any. I'm not saying anything offensive. I'm not you know questioning his yeah. family, his past, none of that kind of shit. I just honestly want to know if you really want thirty million dollars, how about we play a game like, like what you going to get a million dollars okay, for see, every yeah, inter- that's all. No, but listen, okay. Number one, everyone got all riled up about this. Number one, was it from him or his agent? You know that was his agent. If but you were who's that agent, really coming from? Though? If you were his agent, wouldn't you do the same thing? Yes, of course. Okay. But so I like I don't know why everyone's getting rattled up. Like Jameis wants thirty bill. Well, no shit, he wants thirty bill. And I guarantee this is I will put this on it. I guarantee you, there's more than one team that would give him thirty mil. For sure, that's what's scary. That because if if you ask Matt or I, or I'm sure a ton of a ton of probably people in the NFL scouts, whomever GMs. I bet you they wouldn't say he's a $30 million quarterback right now. Could be. Very much could be. But, I, yeah. I mean, dude, at those kind of numbers, we're, we're literally giving him a million dollars per interception. I'm just being honest with you. That's what I wanted to tweet him. I'm like, dog, you can't be asking for the amount per year that you throw in per year on interceptions. Like, what you doing? Oh, yeah. I mean, look, that's on the team. And and, and that's what makes it so polarizing. And that's such an interesting offseason. And, and look, for those people who say, yeah, tag him, and he should deal with that because he's getting 30 mil 
or 27 mil on a tag or whatever it is. Well, let me t- let me tell you something. I will give you uh, an instance that me and me and you've actually talked about. So DeMarcus Cousins plays in the NBA. He played on the Kings. He was having a great year going into the offseason. He was playing on a one year, I believe. Dude playing great was going to get paid like a top three center, you know, not too long ago. Would have got a over $100 million contract, and then he tears his Achilles on it. So it's hard to sit there and say, yeah, you know, take a tag and shut up because, you know, you got to think I about it. I do get it for his sake. Like, yeah. You, you want to be somewhere and you want to know if you're going to be here long term. And I get that. And, and it's tough, too, because there are other quarterbacks out there making probably more than they should that make this look bad. Jared Goff comes to mind, Kirk Cousins. You know, say what you want about him. Mm-hmm. He's been up and down, but those guys are getting paid. Yeah. Shit, Nick Foles got paid pretty well, if I'm not mistaken. And it's like, Jameis is better than all of those guys, and it's not even close. I know, man. It, 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 it's, I I don't feel comfortable giving him a long term. Here's the thing, the though. If you, cut those thing interceptions, if you cut those interceptions in half, are we even talking about this? Oh, no, absolutely not. And I guess the only thing you can say, pretty much the only leg I think you can stand on anymore, he's almost, at this point, he pretty much is who he is. He's a gunslinger. He's going to throw interceptions. But so when Carson Palmer, the Carson Palmer deer, when his first year he threw, what, 28 with Arians or something? Yeah, it was something really high. And then the next year he threw 18. So they got him in that second year in the system to cut it down. If we get Jameis under 20 interceptions, if you get him to one, like if you somehow got him to one a game, like give us, we'll give you your one a game. <laughs> like he'd be really good. But I'll take just, that honestly. I, I, 16 to 20 interceptions a year. I'll take that. Yeah. And I'm with everyone. You know, all, the, all these people are saying we can't get him a long term. I get it because he hasn't. Proven he can be consistent enough, so I'm with it. But man, it's I don't I don't know if you want to just say it's bad timing, but aside from, I was really trying to think about it because then you hear these people like a guy on the radio was like, "We got to get rid of him, absolutely got to get." And they said, "Who would you bring in? Like name somebody because we." Oh, can't everybody does this and it's dumb. No one and has an answer for who to bring in. So like a guy on the radio was like Andy Dalton. Come on, bro. That like. James is better than Andy Dalton. Come on. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, To me, I'll say this. A name that intrigues me, if you got him at a cheap price, really might be freaking Teddy Bridgewater, man. As crazy as that sounds. Interesting. I'm trying to to give you a name if we're not going, Jay, because – I'm just as much on the fence as anybody, and I think I think a one-year deal is appropriate. But like we said, I mean, J- that Jameis and his agent aren't going to be happy with that, and whatever that means. I mean, we would still we could still franchise him, have him under control. But I mean, I'm trying to give you a name, and I unless Tua falls, um, if he were to fall, I would 100% take Tua. But oh. man, honestly, the bit unless. The I'll give you two more actually. Unless something happens, that isn't Roethlisberger a free agent? There's, I, a, I mean, technically talking. Tom Brady's going to be a free agent too, but you know what I'm saying? That yeah, but he can, you can kind of tell he's even declining. But man, I'll tell you what: if Roethlisberger, 
obviously he's been with Arians before. And that dude can still sling it. If you get him, Mike Evans and Godwin free, like I said, I'm pretty sure he's a free agent. I'll have to look. And then also, um, who was the other? Who's a, a veteran that I'm thinking of now? I can't even think of his name. Who's the other? Uh, uh, quarterback. There's a couple other. Free agent. Uh, here, I'll look right now. I mean, there's going to be a couple guys. Oh, no, the other one. Well, I, I've told you this before. I was saying. I'm just saying, if that Andrew Luck is feeling a little healthy, bro. Hey, that, that's that's where I need Bruce Aaron to go, go be a, a cocktail maker, get out there and make some good stiff drinks and get Andrew to commit to something he probably don't want to. That's what I'm saying. That, that'd that be the home run right there. But uh, I don't we'll, see we'll that, that happening, but that would be crazy. And I'd be in for that. Oh, yeah. I think, I think everyone would be in for that. That'd be wild. Uh I mean, there are other guys. There's technically Dak Prescott, Philip Rivers. Um, Rivers, Rivers is done for sure. Done. Uh, I mean, there there are guys out there. Jameis, Mariota. I mean, I'm not saying. I, see, this is the whole. That's kind see, of the that's, point. I'm trying to get a, a name that, uh, like, give me Jacoby a name. Kobe Brissett, maybe. But like, even at that, I don't think that's a. Bridgewater, Ryan Tannehill technically is free agent, but he ain't leaving the Titans. I promise you that. Um, so yeah, all of a sudden he looks it, and it's like you know you if you I guess that's the argument that if you got a Tannehill or a Bridgewater type, and you put him with our receivers, but this is what I will say to people who say that you know who are making this Jameis get out of town. You better hope our defense gets better. Because our offense won't score as many points. If if you bring, you want to say, not even a game manager, but a guy like like a Bridgewater, we won't score as many points, I'll tell you that. Uh, he, Teddy, check down. I mean, that ain't yeah. happening. And you could kind of, and like I said, with our receivers, I think he could, you know, he could still do some things. But uh, also, you know, that's why I'm kind of big on us figuring this defense out. And I would are like you to still... Our main two focuses on Shaq and JP. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, Jameis is part of that conversation. You got to figure out what's going on with that because I, I mean, that's the biggest wrench in all of it. Because I mean, at this point, Shaq's getting sixteen a year. Let's just call that off the rip. He's going to get sixteen plus a year. JP, yeah. you're hoping you can get him probably closer to like nine. Sue, I think is well, gone. I I think he'll at least get ten. 10 to 12. That's what, but I'm saying. I mean, he had 14 this year. I don't think he's yeah, going he's down. He's still out there making plays. Too, I'd give man. it if he, yeah. I I don't know about maybe, three years. He's maybe only two shit. year, 10, 10 million, like 11 guaranteed type situation. I could be cool with where it's front loaded. Uh, oh, yeah. Where I would like, give him a year 100%. He's one of those dudes that, like, the like Javon, Javon Kirsch, Jonathan Taylor, Jason Taylor, whatever. That like they can kind of go into their thirties, still be like Terrell Suggs, like JPP is one of those dudes. Yeah, he's still a freak athlete, man. I don't care what anybody says. Having that guy is a difference. Just look at that defense. He was the best player on the field last week. He was the best player on the field. I'll tell you what, man. It, yeah, uh, to me, I think you got to get the Jameis thing figured out. And by now, I'm sure the Bucks know what they're going to do. I, here's the other thing that we, we've not all talked on, or maybe they have. I'm just not hearing it. You know, the Bucks have stood by Jameis through some shit. Like, let's just call it what it is. Coming yeah. out of FSU, the rape allegations were legitimate. And 
you know, none of us were there, so we don't know what happened. They settled, and it is what it is now, and he, you know, he was never charged. But then this shit in Arizona where he grabbed a woman as well, and it's like, those are not okay. And the Bucks, to their credit, stood by him. And they said, you know, yeah. this is our guy. We feel like he's a good human, and, and, and we're going to support him, the person, and the football player. I could see why the Bucks have invested so much in him. They don't want to just be let that go. You know what I mean? That's a guy you oh, want sure. to stick because of everything. So to me, all signs point to him staying. I just don't know what capacity. I'm sure they already know. And the only thing I'll say to this, and then we can move on, is when I start to hear the kind of agent speak, like James wants $30 million and he'll be disappointed if it's a franchise tag, that tells me maybe they have been to the table and they're further apart than they thought they'd be. Oh, so, I was I was just gonna say that I feel like if there have been any talks, I think it's it's kind of like Jameis and and his agents didn't like what they, <laughs> like they didn't like what they uh, heard. So and, no, and, I agree. It, you know, in his defense, I get that. I do. I do love the idea of loyalty. You know, I get that this he didn't grow up a Bucks fan, so it's fine. But like, yeah. <sighs> I tell you what, he's been hearing a lot of shit too, though, man. He, like we've said multiple times, man, he's just so polarizing. And you either go to bat for him or you want him the hell out of here. And it's I mean, crazy. Thirty touchdowns and twenty-eight interceptions will do that to you, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm still five thousand yards, thirty touchdowns. I mean, you can't knock those numbers. Period. I would, well, though, for throwing 5,000 yards, I'd like to see a couple more touchdowns, if I'm being honest. I'd like to see that maybe, like, 40. But, you know, because then uh, that would mean we're, <laughs> we're a little bit better scoring offense. Because you think about Mahomes and Brady when they had those crazy big years, or Breeze, they were putting up about 40-plus touchdowns. So that's a different kind of conversation. But yeah, either way, that's yeah, splitting hairs. So let's change it a little bit. So going forward... I think we talked. I'm I'm encouraged on the defense. Like I said, I think at right now everyone kind of expects us to keep Shaq and JPP. I think those it's it's just we've been a void of pass rushers for so long. How do we let those guys go? So let's say going forward, everyone likes our linebackers, B to B in the front. We think our cornerbacks are going. Let's go to the offensive side of the ball. And how are we going to get a running game? Me and you differ on this a lot. You're sitting here telling me you want to go damn swift and these these guys, you're wanting to run them back in the first round. Tell me why you think that is a good idea, and then I'll tell you why you're wrong yet again. So run that, <laughs> run that by me again one more time. Why? Why? Me and you've been talking. You're saying you want one of these high running backs in the first round. Well, and you think that's going to fix our running game? Well, I wouldn't say one of these guys. I'm a let me let me hedge my bets here. College running backs, twenty twenty. Well, you told me Swift. You okay? Me Swift. Okay, yeah. I was going so to say I wouldn't him. say one of the only no, one. Talk to him in general. Even if you're saying Swift or Swift the Swift is the, the only uh, guy I see that's worthy of a first round. Well, that Wisconsin was it. Wisconsin, he's going in the first round too. Taylor was it? Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, he's good, but he just doesn't. To, at least to me, and you know, obviously I'm not a scout or anything, but just my eyeball test type shit. He just doesn't look as explosive. 
he catches the ball, or, or DeAndre Swift catches the ball a little bit better. He kind of reminds me, uh, you know, like a bigger, faster version of Jarek McKinnon, and he's he's already pretty fast. I just think he's better between the tackles than than Jarek. Uh, so, all right, let me let me put it down. I know we need a lot of other positions. I think. I just think on offense, man, if we had a running back that was special. Because here's the thing, and, and I know the argument's going to be you can get your Kareem Hunts, you can get all of these guys past the second round. Shit, back half, second round, third round. I mean, third and on is really where a lot of running backs have come and been really successful. I just look at the difference of Minnesota when Dalvin Cook's not on the field. Look at, imagine Dallas without Zeke. Imagine. And I, and I do, no, see, but I view, imagine, I view Swift Zeke in that without, caliber. Imagine Zeke without that old line. That's what I'm getting at. Look at, all right. Let's, and, and look at see, the, I understand that argument see. too. I would just say to me, I think if we get that special blue chipper running back, I think, see, and this is, has Adrian this is, Peterson been to a lot of Super Bowl. What's that? Has Adrian Peterson been to a lot of Super Bowls? But he had a shit team around him. I'm saying I think, we have, was, a, I think we have a better team than he had around generation, him. Right? Did uh, did Danny Tomlinson go to a lot of Super Bowls? No, I mean that's a fair point, but that's also some of so Philip Rivers' fault too. Th- so this year, right? Best teams in the let me say Chiefs, Ravens, Patriots, Niners. I, any I of them got a superstar me, I know the argument. I get it. All right, I'm saying to me what not enough people are talking about. I don't think our offensive line is very good at run blocking. I'll just say it. Oh, I think they're terrible. Hey, just watch them on the edge. Fucking missing. Like, Ryan J- don't, Okay, first of all, DeMar Dotson can't run block. I'll put it that way. He's, he's a he's solid. Done. done. And he's not, like, I, I even listened to Ian, although I was driving. And Ian, for if there's one thing I'll listen to him about, is offensive linemen. For sure. So, DeMar Dotson, just look at the dude. He played basketball. He's 6'9". Like, to run block, you have to get under people's shoulders. Like, he's not getting under anybody. You know what I'm saying? He's not getting down to run block. Even Alex Kappa isn't really built, like, to be a run blocker. Donovan Smith eh, isn't really built like he could if he had a attitude about it, to be honest with you. I think but Marpet honestly, and Jensen are do, the only two. Yeah, and I even think Marpet has – I think he's underperformed as far as what I expect from him. I expected him to be a, a pro bowler year in and year out at this point, and he hasn't. And, yeah, Jensen, and honestly, the reason that you can say is just that he gets after it. It's not even that he's special talent-wise. It's just that he's kind of a dog, to be honest with you. But I honestly love that about him, and I think— Oh, yeah. If if Donovan Smith played like him, then he'd be really a really good run blocker. But, anyway, to my point— fix this freaking line as far as it's run like, and that could be some scheme and that could be anything and go bring me in a freaking Eckler a Kenyon Drake or uh I mean I I don't want to sit here and go through all the free agents but draft me a running back in the damn fourth round um that's so, where I'm going so I still you're more think of the school off- of thought to never really pay a running back a lot of money and to draft them lower or get free agents if you could find them what unless it's unless it's Saquon Barkley, that you're just bam, electric off the bat. I mean, what do you pay? You're gonna pay how how long do running backs last in this league? I mean, thirty is the the 
death to legs number for them. You're lucky if you make it to 30 if you're a running back. So do you want to Most draft the time, offensive like, tackle? Yeah. You want to draft offensive tackle for 15 years or running back for five years? You know what I'm saying? I mean, even look at even look at Melvin Gordon. He came in as a rookie. He's like to be honest with you, Melvin Gordon's had one good year in what four years? Well, see, that's a relative thing too because I I feel like he had seasons where he, his first was it three seasons caught the ball really really well didn't get a ton of yards in regards to running but then like what was it last year had that explosive where he kind of put it all together and then this year obviously that he should have never held out that killed him i think but i'm saying even Saquon didn't have a great year this year that's you know what i mean oh yeah i mean shit that dude was super injured he, he just went through a lot this year but i'm trying to look uh 15 yeah I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter. But I think all those running backs, you know, I love Sonny Michelle too. That was a guy I really, really wanted the Bucks to look at. And I honestly, I, I'm still open to like maybe we throw a little, a little trade together, get that guy over here. I mean, that'd be a good one too. It just it, even number one, unless it's McCaffrey, Zeke. Or Barkley, we're in a running back league. Everybody uses at least two running backs. Shit, the Patriots and Chiefs and Niners use three running backs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We need, we just need a couple guys who can get us. I mean, I don't know that. I think Ronald Jones is a two for sure. That's that's being nice to him. Yeah. So you, so, you th- so of the two, you'd keep Peyton Barber instead. Gosh, man, I don't need Or do you feel like neither are really it? I honestly will probably keep Ronald Jones just because he's still on a rookie contract. And I'm sure we'll probably be – well, no, because I think Barber's on it. I'm just literally okay if none of our running backs come back. And also I'm saying we got to fix the line too. That's why, you know, I said, you, you know, been doing some mock stuff and screwing around. I'm sending you like first-round pick and offensive tackle – and I just, it, to me, one of the first two rounds we have to go attack. We got to get younger there. Um, and the the whole line in general, like I said, maybe it has something to do with scheme, but we have to get better at run blocking. And if, if that means getting one of those guys out, get some younger guys, um, it's just this running game has, has to do something for us next year if, if we really are going to try to make a push for the playoffs like – Everyone's kind of hoping we do. I think, I think our defense, like I said, if we resign those two guys, I'd like us to get one more lineman, um, and I, I think we can be competitive on defense. We got to run the ball better, and that's to I me mean, that's, that, that that's would help Davis too, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just and I, I honestly the. Play calling, I get it. It was first year, but I'd like to see a little bit more. I mean, I don't know. I just we've talked about it for a while. I don't know. I, I it's hard. I mean, what are they both? I think they're both in like the three yard per carry range, though. It's like shit, you're kind of banging your head against the wall, man. Like Ronald Jones finally had a finally broke a run in week sixteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it I mean, took him, shit, week sixteen. I, okay, here, here's let's switch to positives okay so our corners and safeties do you feel like we've turned a corner and also 
Do you think Dean now is the best cornerback? Because just watching, it feels like he might be the best of the bunch. He might be. I mean, I think Davis is getting the harder assignments yes. as of now. Agreed. Agreed. Um, but as yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I I'd kind of say Davis is handling most of the load, but I'd say you're going into next year saying our top three cornerbacks, Davis, Dean, and Bunting, is pretty solid. And I've told you this for a long time. I would like them to add a veteran, doesn't even need to be a number one or number two at this point, but just a veteran dude as like a third or fourth guy that is just there, man. Like, those guys are so young. Like, I mean, me and you have said what we thought Sue did for Golston and Vita this year. Like, I want that for our corners to have a guy just to – bounce that bounce uh stuff off and and just to be a solid presence but um i'm okay with them getting most of the run next year you gotta think another off season to go in your second year that bunting and dean are going to be better which yeah i, I like bunting awesome. he's got good i mean honestly all of our corners i think you and i might have talked about this early on it's kind of interesting all of our corners got really good size they're kind of long dean i don't yeah. know why i always feel like he just looks like a linebacker playing corner to me. I don't know why, like a small linebacker. Oh, he's and, a big dude. And he do can jump, like can really get up there. Got to freaking catch some of these balls, get like, you know, convert some of these to interceptions, but Duke can play. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm excited about those guys. And then of course, uh, positive again, I don't care what anyone says, dude, Devin White's going to be the dude here for a long time. Oh yeah. I, I look forward to seeing him next year. And, that that's the exciting part of saying that's I think we're in good hands. Um I just think on the Vita, D line, let's say Yeah, I just think Vita's gonna need someone next to him, especially if we lose Sue. Um I think not enough people are talking about that, to be honest with you. I you know, one guy he's coming, he'll actually be at the Outback Bowl, but I, I he'll be gone. What's the uh Auburn dude? Derek Derek Brown? The yeah. big D tackle. Yeah, he, he I think I'm sure he'll be long gone by the time we pick, but man, I, I'm saying we get we get another dude. I'm just telling people this is going to sound weird as as we're getting closer to draft and people like to start talking about it. If we can go get a D tackle or D lineman, you know, if we're playing the three four, a D lineman next to Vita, then you start getting you going into games like we're the damn Niners and saying. All right, we're going in here with Vita, another first rounder, JPP, Shaq Barrett. All right, we're getting some pressure on everybody. Got it. I mean, you got to be at that point if you're investing. I mean, you should at least. You'd think. Yeah, that, that's our, and I, that's why kind of I think one I showed you the other day. I, I got a Kid you know Long. a D lineman and then uh, you know yeah. going offensive tackle in the second round if you do that. But anyway, yeah, yours was uh, yours was interesting. Hey, I, I'm never going to be mad at getting them Florida edge rushers. There's two of those guys I think could be real special, but that's just because I watch a lot of Florida football, and I'm maybe a little burnt out on trying football players from Florida <laughs> right now. Just after Vernon, might need to take a little break from that school. I'm saying, yowzers. But anyway. Little, they do have a little wide receiver named Tony that I think could be like Tyreek Hill, like special. And if you've never seen clips of him, bro, look him up. Dude looks to me like Percy Harvin and Tyreek Hill. It's crazy. Oh, that's a big comparison. I know, but, but you just got to see him. I mean, explosive. Catch a little, like, out route and turn it into 35, like, drop of a hat. I mean, anyway. But 
Yeah, there's, so there's, we need I'd some like of this. that juice too in the draft. By the way, definitely need somebody. The receiver thing is proven. I, I I think we're still a speed guy away from really making the jump into a dominant offense. Although, kind of jumping back to Jameis, I did love when he said nobody has stopped us all year. We stopped ourselves. I was like, all right, bro. I kind of fuck with that. Yeah, right. <laughs> he, he like said it. They then this week he like doubled down. They he was. I heard someone ask him a question about Atlanta, and he's like, they don't do anything special. They're going to line up, play cover two, you know, two-man back, you know, over top. He's like, yeah, they ain't going to beat us doing that. We're going to beat ourselves or we're, or we're not. And I was like, all right, Jameis, man. Well, hopefully we don't beat ourselves. Hey, last game. Um, what you looking for? Man, I don't know. You know, just – just let's see those, you know, one more good week of if we're going to go with Jameis, it's got to be a clean job. I even think he can really – he can leave a bad taste in some people's mouth if he goes out there and throws another three picks. Um, I think that would be bad for him. Not that I think it makes a whole difference on what we do, but I think that would be big for him to not have a big turnover game. And then just the young kids on defense, man, just see them play another good game. I'm not going to be – you know, I always want my Bucks to win, but I'm not going to be crazy about the outcome. That at this point, you know, it, it is what it is. We're not making the playoffs, but I'd go out there, play a good game, um, which I think they'll compete. I, I think we've gotten past that, the locker room of uh, which. Hey, it, let's put a plus on if Arians and those guys are doing anything. It seems like as far as locker room, the the dudes are playing hard and they have all year, um, so that's a good thing. I think Falcons, we're kind of in the same spot as them, like. They're kind of actually playing so their coach hangs around, to be honest with you. But um, we're kind of in the same spot as then. So should be a good game. I just hope they keep Godwin out. No point to, no point to push anything. I, I definitely point. don't want to see him play. Yeah, no point to push it. You know, hey, make Jameis go out there and earn some stuff with. Cameron Brate's last game is a Buccaneer, question mark? Oh, how about that? a little early on that, but hey, Howard might get traded now. Yeah. Sonny Michelle for OJ Howard and a fourth. Oh. I know you'd take it. What the- I know you'd take it. I know you would. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, man, the Patriots might even do it because they, the way they go, their offense, they, they love some tight ends. And, man, Howard just, he's been, and that that's almost what I was going to tell you. It's like, you when you draft those positions, like a tight end or a running back in the first round, those dudes better be special, man, because, oh, man, it's just. Or you, know, you better have a plan for him, and that's the other thing. I don't think we have a plan for O.J. Howard. Yeah, you know, dif- different regime, and, yeah, I guess you've never really seen never really seen a tight end, like, thrive. I know Heath Miller had some decent days back in the Steelers, but I'm sure it wasn't, like, record-setting receptions or anything. But, anyway. Going into the new year, everyone be safe. We got some big stuff coming next year, especially draft time. We'll do some fun stuff. Be ready to uh, uh, know your alcohols. We're going to be doing some some fun uh, what we're drinking after the wins and losses. Uh-oh. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to have some, some fun with it. Let's go. Right. I'll be sipping on shit every, every week. To... I'm saying. And, you'll, uh, and you're going to keep us updated on the – Workout stuff like yoga pants. And- yeah, I, I think we could do like a yoga pose of the week kind of situation. Perfect. All right. <laughs>
All right, until next time, y'all. Yoga pants, baby. Fire the camp!